things you're afraid of. Wonder what that might be. This is That Walking Guy Podcast. Today on my walk, I was thinking about my day and it really came across some interesting quotes relating back to, I think, something that we all struggle with. And if we don't, we're lying about it, and that's fear. Fear is something that affects every part of our day, and it's something that can be crippling to some, that can be something we deny. Uh, Depends on what we are. Insects, bugs, same thing. Um, Situations, heights, situations that we make up in our mind. We always find a fear that comes around from that. So I've been reading slash listening to the book Dare to Lead by Brene Brown. And in my position, uh, I'm in a new leadership position. I was just promoted and I'm very excited about that. But I also want to prepare myself, be ready to to step into this new role and embrace my team and and do it better than, than it was done before. Do it better than, and just improve our team and what we've been what we've been doing. So this this quote jumped out at me and I wanted to share it with you and just kind of talk through it a little and then I have another one later in the episode to share with you. So the quote goes like this. The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So in Brene Brown's book, she relates it to Star Wars, which is awesome. So if you are a big Star Wars fan, she does connect it to Star Wars and, and whatnot. But let me say this again. The cave you fear Sorry, the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure that you seek. So I think about this as an opportunity of fear, right? There are things in our life, there are things that get in the way because we're afraid of what could happen. And I think that that's something that's even highlighted more and more today. It's almost a just an over-exaggeration to, to think that there's nothing to be afraid of, you know? I'm afraid for my kids, I'm afraid for the world, I'm afraid for what's going on. Uh, we previously lived in Hong Kong for an amount of time, and you know, all of the things that are going on there, though the media might be over-sensationalizing them a little, there's still an element of intimidation and fear for friends and for, you know, work family that, that were there when we were there. And so it's a matter of how do we how do we deal with that? What's, what's the next step? But this, this quote is really focusing on the fear that stands before us, before maybe the goals or the dreams or the influences that we want to have on our lives, on our families, that sort of thing. So what is that cave that you're headed into? What's the cave that you are afraid of? Recently, we just purchased a house and that's a scary move. This was our first house, and this was a scary experience. All this money and paperwork and lots of very small fonts on our contracts and, you know, really putting trust in this team that you've just met, that they have your best interests at, at heart, and, and you know, they want you to have the best deal, but are they, you know, are, are you skeptical on that? Are you fearful that they're not giving you the best deal? And I mean, what an experience that it is. And it's like, definitely we went into this cave, very fearful. And then we, we got the house and then we still were in the cave, fearful, because then there's repairs and things 
smell funny and it's it's confusing and now I feel like we're kind of we're finding that treasure in that cave as the as the house is now becoming more settled and so like when you think about that and the the goals for for this school year for example or for the next quarter what are the what are the things standing in your way what are you afraid of maybe it's not even a big goal like in a, in a job but a conversation that could need to happen or being honest with someone the the whole one of the big ideas or concepts in dare to lead another book that i've been reading radical candor by kim kim scott uh is the idea of being vulnerable and of being willing to step out of your comfort zone to humble yourself to accept criticism to humble yourself to give criticism um, she talks about Brene brown talks in her book about how it's one of the hardest things to confront someone it's one of the hardest things to uh, take criticism it's one of the hardest things in the world to you know fire someone or to be fired those are all vulnerable humbling situations and we don't like to do them i feel like we are very much surface oriented that a conflict comes up we find the easiest fastest way out possibly by joking about it possibly by ignoring it possibly by just running away from it and we never find that treasure beyond on the other side the uh the thing about fear is though and it's this quote is that there's always something better on the other side you know there's always something more that that could be there to to change you to grow from it to expand your life that if you don't if you don't embrace that fear in situations you might not experience a treasure that you've never thought you would before another example in uh, the book called the circle maker is the author's writing about how he's in peru at machu picchu and about to go hang gliding from you know what 10,000 14,000 feet and he's never done it before. He just received a five-minute instruction manual on basically running with his guide, who is half his size, off a cliff. And he describes that as he's running off the off the cliff, and he's thinking, "This is this is not good. This is bad. This is bad. Uh, what have I done? What have I done? What have I done?" And from the moment that the that he leaps off of the off of the cliff, it goes from "What have I done?" to "This is awesome." This is amazing. Look what I have done. And what an illustration to be able to change and grow and experience something so incredible that you never would have experienced. There's no way that hang gliding over Machu Picchu can be replicated. Virtual reality, airplanes, helicopters cannot be replicated. I can't speak from personal experience, but it's something that is, I believe, to be absolutely mind-bending incredible. A lot of times the fear that we might be experiencing isn't actually one physical thing, but it's something that's in our minds, it's something that we're worrying about, something that came from the past. We're intimidated about an event or something that had happened to us in the past or to a friend or to a colleague or something like that that intimidates us from moving forward. Uh, The other thing is that we're worried about the future. What could come? What could change us if we make this step and we fail? What if? That's the biggest I think fear-related statement that I have experienced and deal with is, well, what if this happens and what if that happens? And the thing is, is that there's no way to know what if happens, happens. It's only about, like Brene Brown said, going through the cave. 
There's another book that I have been also enjoying, and it's called The Way of the Warrior by Erwin McManus. And in his book, his, this quote that jumped out at me as well, as, as well, it says, Only the present will free you from the past, and only the present will free you to your future. The path to freedom from your past and freedom to your future is the connectedness that comes from living, living in this moment fully present. So if you're living in the moment, heading into the cave, not worrying about what could happen when you go into the cave, not what worrying about what did happen when the cave was made or when someone else went through the cave, but you're purely living in this moment, in this next step, in this next block, it, it, sets you, it can set you free. It can set you free into your present. It can set you free into finding that treasure and really experiencing the adventure. Because what if, <laughs> you get it? I'm saying what if. But what if, instead of thinking about the what ifs, you just said, okay, next step, next step, next step. And those goals were created in order to move you forward through the experience. Because a lot of what ifs, as much as we all want to claim that we have psychic abilities or that we have the ability to, to know and understand what's coming next, we don't. And the beautiful part is, is that we can embrace and live in the present, in the present, and not worry about the, the future, as well as living in the present and not worrying about the past. Has the past shaped us to who we are? Yes. But does it determine who we are today? I don't believe so. I believe that you are a unique and created being and that experiences in the past help to form who you are, but they don't define who you are. That as Brene Brown says in her book, you're not using your vulnerability or your personal experiences to market yourself as vulnerable, to market yourself as broken. But you use those experiences and those ideas and those, those moments to shape who you are in the moment and who will, you will be in that next step into the future as you connect to your future. Interesting experience or thought on this is that if I had sat here with my 22-year-old self and said, this is where your life is now, what do you think? It would be a completely different, not even thought of experience that my 22-year-old self had in, in his mind. I'm sure it's the same for you. If you sat with yourself 10 years in the past, there'd be no, no way to understand or know what was coming. But if you really think about your story and you think about where you've come, you can see that there are moments, that there are benchmarks, that there are experiences that stick out at you that don't hold you back, that aren't weighting you down, but that are defining who you are as you're moving forward. And so confidently, if you know yourself, you can step forward. Now, if you don't know yourself, if the one fear is that you're looking at, you're trying to figure out is who am I? Where the hell am I going? What is going on? Google Maps is broken. I have no cell service. I am completely lost. I have no map. I don't know how to read a paper map because I've never used one before, which is a skill you should try and use. It can be fearful, but at the same time, if you think about the illustration, the cave is dark and black, and there's no way of knowing what is there and you simply have to take one step forward and move into it.
Now it's the segment of stuff I saw while on my walk. Now being that guy walking, I've seen a lot of people around, but the thing that I wanted to share with you t this, tonight, this experience was, we have in our neighborhood one of those little mini libraries. It's the size of like a mansion birdhouse and it fits probably about 25, 30 books and it's a free little library for the community to come give and take books. Looking in it, there's a couple novels, but majority of kids' books that are, that are located in here. And what a cool way to spread love, spread knowledge, spread reading. My kids love walking to the little library, trading out books, sharing some of the books that they love, finding new books that they love, and moving forward. So if you don't have one in your community, think about making one, putting one out in your front yard or in a public place and finding out ways to do that. And, to spread the love of reading because that is the one skill that is so important in our kids and, and in growing and being active uh, adults in, in the future. That's it. Thank you for joining me on my walk. Uh, I hope that you take into consideration, think about these, these quotes, these ideas about fear and maybe it inspires you to take a step into the cave to not worry about what's to come or what has been but simply just one step forward living in the present now if you want to connect you can always connect on twitter at taylor h williams and uh, i look forward to another episode another walk this has been that guy walking podcast thanks so much mm -hmm.